Welcome to church. I am Stephanie, your atheist Jezebel, host of Your Atheist Pastor. This is the first episode of Your Atheist Pastor that's airing as a Fade to Gray Network podcast. It's a casual follow-up conversation with Nick about 18 months after his first ever interview with Luke, the original Your Atheist Pastor. Before you get to hear the conversation, here's a little history on how I got to be your atheist Jezebel. In the way back days of 2016, maybe early 2017, I started listening to your atheist pastor. And soon after, I joined the Yappers group on Facebook, became a Patreon supporter, and made a bunch of awesome friends. Almost a year ago, July of 2019, my now ex-husband... X2, as I call him here, said, I think we should separate. And my reply was, okay. (laughs) The people I reached out to for support were the friends I made through this podcast. And I couldn't have asked for better. Twelve days later, Luke asked if I would be interested in taking over the Your Atheist Pastor podcast. I, of course, said, yeah, of course I want it. Let's do this. Since then, my life has gotten in the way of recording just a little bit. (laughs) You know, um, divorce details, taking over a business that we co-owned, real estate, dogs, and all the other bullshit that goes along with even the most civilized divorce. Everything was almost good, and then COVID-19 came along, bringing another set of interesting obstacles to overcome at work. At one point, I thought, hey, wow, um, if I believed in God, I would think it does not want me doing this podcast. (laughs) But, you know, I'm still here. I'm hoping that my path will be more direct now and you'll hear this podcast on the first and third Sundays of the month, or at least as close as I can get to it anyway. The Fade to Gray Network is a variety of great podcasts, and the hosts behind them are some of the coolest and most open-minded people I've ever met. There's nothing I love more than a good-natured debate about ideas. And that said, I am looking forward to this new chapter for your atheist pastor with the Fade to Gray Network. All right, my featured interview for today is Nick now again, because we talked a couple weeks ago and had some technical difficulties. So, you know, lots has happened, I'm sure, since then. All right, Nick? Actually, no, not really. Oh, man. (laughs) I I lead a very simple life, you know? I hope everyone listened to your original first ever podcast interview with Luke King in the way back days of December 2018. That was way back when you still, you were deciding whether you wanted to believe in God or not. Kind of on the fence. Right. Right. Yeah, I was definitely kind of teetering there. Wasn't quite sure yet. And since then you've started calling yourself an atheist or at least an agnostic, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. I just take on the term as an atheist now. But I guess, yeah, you know, agnostic would fit too because, you know, like I said, I'm open to the um, 
the chance that it's real or at the very least that God is real. Um, I just don't know. Right. And until I know, why believe it? Right. And as I recall from our other interview, you would you would prefer the humanist label to probably any other. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And me too. Yeah, it was it's very odd because I remember being younger and no one ever explained to me that the term humanist was bad. Right. But for some reason, I had a very negative outlook really? to the word humanist. Yeah. And then I got older and I realized that, you know, that's that's not the case. <laughs> Even now when I like take those labels on because they're definitely how I feel. They're definitely who I am and how I want to treat other people. Sometimes even I'll just remember those words and I'll be like, ooh, that's bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny because I remember them saying secular, like secular is such a bad thing. You know, don't listen to secular music. <laughs> it's like the secular people. Don't like, put your wow. kids in the secular schools. Right. Right. Oh, and, and that was interesting because I don't think I even really knew what it meant when I was going to church. I would just kind of be like, wait, what are they? What are they? What are they all upset about? So that was weird for me. Not as coming well, it, up, not in the church. That was super weird to hear that word used in like a super bad. Well, it puts you in like a us versus them mentality. You know, there's yes. us in the church and then there's everybody else. Yeah, exactly. So interesting. So listening to your previous episode, there was a lot about demons, a lot about dads, <laughs> and a lot about hell. And I know you yeah. also said that you had basically made the decision that you were didn't believe in God anymore, at least not in the Christian way, not long after that original interview. Right. How are you feeling now about the demons and the hell part anyway? The dads, you can't do much about, but... <laughs> um. There was a, a, maybe an episode or two um, back when Luke was doing Your Atheist Pastor where he mentioned that once he stopped believing in demons, that he stopped seeing them everywhere. Right. And um, and that's basically what I ended up experiencing was right. once I started losing my faith and having less and less reason to believe in God, um, I realized that all the other aspects that came apart with that started dissipating as well including seeing demons and everything right and um you know seeing the the rapture warning signs and uh the signs for possession and other people or the signs that the devil is trying to to screw your day over you know right um because it's all the devil's fault you know everything's the devil's fault well yes uh but god created but yeah i just uh you're right there. Yeah. Um, it's his own stupid yeah, they're, fault. <laughs> um, they're just kind of, uh, they just kind of don't exist anymore. But every now and then I like to put on my Christian hat and just go on a tangent about all my, my demon knowledge. That's cool. That isn't really knowledge. <laughs> Demons are gone once you don't believe in them anymore. How do you feel about hell now? Um, I still haven't fully gotten over that. I'll be honest. Um, Definitely most of the time I'm like, you know what, like it's the same thing as everything else. There's no reason to believe in it. I don't have any uh, proof of its existence and stuff like that. But sometimes, um, especially like when I'm like down and depressed and stuff like that, and you know, we, you, you know me, we've had our conversations, you know, I, I deal with some, uh, some pretty bad depressive episodes at times Right. where it's like, um, 
sometimes that will come back because I'll just start thinking about life after death and stuff like that. Um, I'll have conversations with my friends and they'll bring up like their reincarnation theories or whatever universe crap they think. And I'm just there going like, but hell, (laughs) um, I don't know. Sometimes hell still scares me. Um, but that's only every once in a while. And I'm hoping that eventually that will go away fully too. Um, but I mean, I think that's just because it was such a focused part of what I was taught in my childhood. Right. Um, and so much just shoved in my face about hell and the lake of fire that, uh, it's just hard to get all out, you know? Yeah, it's terrifying. And and I don't think that's a very nice to tell a kid. No, um I actually um my sister and I were talking recently uh, cuz she told me something that I remember my dad told me when I was maybe like 4 or 5 years old. Um after really learning what hell was like, at least according to him. Um, you know, the fire, the brimstone, the mm-hmm. torment forever and ever. Um he told me that uh, he would that hell was so horrible that he would never go to hell for anyone. Okay. And um, I remember that my sister was, you know, took that personally, like you wouldn't even go for me. Ooh. And I remember thinking, even when I was a kid, like, but isn't that the most like Christ-like thing you can do? Yes. Good Is answer. Offer to take the eternal wrath of God for your loved one, right. especially your child. Right. You know, a child, a spouse, a sibling. Uh, or even just anybody, really, because that's just a horrible fate for anyone to have to suffer, yeah. you know? Um, and we're supposed to be Christ-like. Wouldn't that be the most Christ-like thing you can do? I would think so. I would think but, that's a lot cooler than sacrificing your kid, say, you know, <laughs> because yeah, God, said, yeah. God said to sacrifice your kid. Um, yeah, that story has always bothered me. It's like, how can you guys sit here and listen to this and go, no, it was, it was a test. It was cool. It was cool. He passed the test. Well, the best part is, is everyone is there going like, oh, well, you know, um, it's fine. God would never ask anyone to kill anybody. And it's right. like literally in the Bible. <laughs> right. Multiple right. times. But yeah, let's take the Abraham story. Well, he stopped him. Well, that's great. But we have people nowadays that uh, believe God is telling them to kill people. Right. Right. And, and they how, do it. <laughs> that kid's messed up forever too, right? I mean, how do you how do you not be messed up forever? It's like, well, my dad was gonna kill me and then it was like, Oh, it's kill never mind. <laughs> never mind. You pass the test. <laughs> I mean, that's not okay. That's <laughs> that, well, you know I have a lot of trouble with Bible stories. I think they're mostly ridiculous. So I, I they are, but I love them. They're so much fun to tell people. Um I had a coworker who uh who didn't? Who doesn't know much about the Bible? So I put on my Christian hat one night and I told her all the Bible stories oh that I God. just thought of. But I told her specifically the Bible stories that were like Lot offering his virgin daughters to be gang raped by the uh, by the crazy people. You know the story of Job. Oh yeah. Um, the the woman, the concubine that was gang raped and killed and then cut up and sent to the different judges. How Samson took foxes and tie the lit torches of them and let them run through the city so it burned everything down i told her those stories we got like the bears one too the bears one is one of my favorites with the oh yes oh and the talking (laughs) dog the 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 talking donkey um (laughs) 
I want to talk about Doctor Who. Um, I, I know that we, we've talked about the Blasphemous Bible and stuff like yes. that, but I think rewriting the Bible in a funny text would be really, really oh, absolutely. hilarious because <laughs> I was talking about the the talking donkey story and I was just using dialogue like, and then the donkey was like, why the fuck are you beating me? Yeah, exactly. And, um, <laughs> and, she, and she's like, I'd read the Bible if that's how, how it was written. And I'm like, you know what? I'll do it. Oh, <laughs> I'll wow. just do it. That's so fun. I love that. Yeah, it's it's fun to it's fun to talk to Christians too about the Bible because they don't they don't read it either. So as far as I can tell, <laughs> so, that's not in there. It's oh, even, it's, right, exactly. It's like, well, that's even more fun because they're like, no, no, God is good, God is real. It's like, well, to explain the good part to me. Someone needs to explain the good part. I don't get it. <laughs> but that's always a tough one. But yeah, uh, I think I think the whole hell speech does a number on just about everybody. And it definitely takes, from what I've heard, you know, you and I listen to a lot of the same other podcasts, and it takes a while. Yes. It takes a while for that to wear off. It's it's just, it's one of those things that's always going to be in the back of your mind until one day it's not. And you realize you're, you know what, we're good. I have people, people are good, most of them, some of them. <laughs> but, some of them. Yes. <laughs> try to find the good ones and try to be good yourself. One of the other one of the other things that I found most interesting from our original discussion was that you still managed to go to church with a friend, and how yes, you I do. how you do that. And <laughs> I don't know if you remember the story that you told me, but it was uh, it was pretty good. The radical faith sermon. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So yeah, I uh, there. For those that did not listen to my previous episode and don't know me um i'm female to male transgender so when i was younger in the church and i was being raised female because you know transgender is not okay in the church um obviously i was in the girls group for youth group and you know older women let the let the girls older men let the boys so i met this woman um linda and she led my small group and I was, I think, 12 when we met. Uh, and I'm 25 now. We're still friends. Um, we definitely parted ways church-wise a while ago. She still goes to the same church, just not the same location. Mm -hmm. um, and I've been going to that church since I was, I want to say, six. So every now and then she'll be like, hey, let's, uh, you know, come with me to church. Come with me to church. And, like, you know, we spend time together. You know, she usually takes me out to dinner or lunch afterwards so you know that's fine i spend time with her doing her thing and then we we eat and we talk um but usually the conversations are always about you know jesus and my faith and and uh it's really interesting seeing how devastated a person can be or get right now um outside of christianity when they're you know, meeting with you once a month, every other month, and slowly hearing your answer change from like, oh, how's your personal relationship with Jesus? Yeah. You know, kind of struggling or, you know, uh, I've read some of the Bible or, you know, yeah, I'm praying, but, you know, to go into, uh, yeah, it's non-existent. <laughs> right. Um, and uh, so she's been really trying to help me and stuff like that. But she's also very, um, you know, she's obviously seen me transition and go through my journey mm -hmm. can't say that she's all supportive for it because she's not but she is also surprisingly very respectful 
I, um, I that was that was the thing that really stood out to me when we talked because that's unusual. It I, is. I yes. think that's um, unusual that someone can not that she didn't shun you. And and I think that's great. So I mean, she to me sounded like a true friend, at least in some way. And there's something there. I I seriously doubt that it's a a motive of getting you really back in the church. I mean, I mean you're not going to reverse the process, right? You know, she's not going to hope no. to turn back to original. <laughs> I guess no, but I mean, I could always be saved. I you know again, I guess I don't know. Once, once saved, always saved. I thought was the rule. So, uh, some people believe that. Some people don't. I, <laughs> I know, right? was raised to not believe that. <laughs> sure, because that is sure. stupid. <laughs> uh, oh my god! If they could I, just I, all I get on the that. same oh, page. He died. he died for your sins, past, present, and future. So you know, if you're saved, go ahead and rape and shoot a bunch of people. It's fine. I posted your on Facebook. Are, your, sin, your sins are done. <laughs> right. I posted on Facebook the, uh, yesterday, I believe it was. So I I managed to get a hold of this biblical marriage thing, which yes. <laughs> of course made me laugh. Did you see it? <laughs> I haven't watched the DVD um, yet, so. but oh my God. Oh, so, yes. so being the fourth ex-wife of a fundamentalist Christian, <laughs> apparently anybody past number one, unless they're all dead. I did check, by the way, because if the first three wives were dead, I wouldn't have married him. <laughs> but but <laughs> the the uh, yeah, they're not biblical marriages then. So you're you're basically committing adultery when you marry your second wife if you've gotten divorced and so on and so on. And um, so mm -hmm. not cool. Well, not only but... that, he's also <laughs> turned you into an adulterer because you had sex with someone who's somebody else's husband still in the eyes of God. So you are also guilty of the same sin. True. I got married in the courthouse the first time, so I guess I'm off the hook technically from the first one <laughs> but uh, i don't know it's all it's all dumb so but but i just love that that came to me where i'm just like really oh my god i so want to send it to him but i'm, I'm not well maybe i will <laughs> so, do it it sounds fun but you, okay so when you were telling me but, about your radical faith thing do you remember much about that sermon now I, I do. She Okay, so um, the last time I went to church with her, she was like, hey, let's go to church. We'll have pizza afterwards. I was like, dope, let's do it. Mm -hmm. um, so we get to church, and I had just worked the night before, so I'm tired. But, um, you know, I was really looking forward to the praise and worship because I'm actually one of those people that, like, is still really down for those songs. I love them. Yeah. Um, they played a couple of new songs that I didn't quite know. And it was very interesting, again, being, you know, in church in the aspect of each time I go, I'm less and less related or, you know, understand everything that's happening anymore. And um, a lot of the lyrics for the songs were very, you know, surrendering and blindly following and just all these things. And it's just like, ooh, I'm not down for this. Um, so the, the music part wasn't as great as I had hoped. And then, um, I guess, uh, it's just, so some churches will do like series. Um, so they will be like, oh, you know, um, walking through Christ during the holidays and they'll do that through the holidays. Ooh, I remember like, those. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, this one, I guess was about faith. The series was about faith and each week they were covering a different type of faith. And I just happened to walk in on the very last 
uh, part of their series, which was about radical faith. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. So they give you a little sheet to take notes on. Right. Um, so that you can pay attention. And I didn't plan to use it. I really didn't plan to, but I started to. Because the sermon was the pastor saying how basically, uh, snippet version, it doesn't matter if the world thinks it's going to be crazy. It doesn't matter if it pushes you out of your comfort zone. It doesn't matter what other people say. Um, if you believe God is telling you to do it, you should do it. And I'm just there going like, oh, 9-11. Yes. <laughs> you know, and just writing down all these things that I had remembered from stories I've heard of where God told me to kill my girlfriend or I killed my kids because I, it, it's better for them to die now before they can sin and go to heaven than go to hell. You know, like all these things that mm -hmm. all these killings that people have done for God. But it's radical faith, you know, like, yes. and in all honesty, if this is true, I think that it is super merciful to drown your kids in the tub and have them go to heaven. Wow. And you yeah. damn your own soul for that. But the thing is, I don't think it's true. No. Well, I, I really hope not based on that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that is not okay. Anyone listening, do not drown your kids. That's do not okay. Yes. Thank you for the public service announcement. Do not drown your kids. Do not drown your kids. They will not go to heaven and you will be a terrible human being. <laughs> so now it occurs to me while we talk about the Bible now that, I mean, if you read the Bible enough, why would you not want to transition from woman to man? Because, I mean, women, they don't really get a fair shake in the Bible. So I think you're probably better off to be a man in Christianity. Oh, most most definitely. But the thing is, like, young girls aren't taught to think that way, you know? Right. Um, a lot of, uh, like, I, I went to a Christian wedding but the most recent Christian wedding I went to, and there was like a whole foot washing sermon or service, and yeah, it was really fucking weird. It was you know. know like Jesus, Jesus washes our feet, and so like she washed his feet, and he washed her feet, and I was like, well, that's gross. Um, yeah. But like their vows and the things that the pastor was saying, like um, this was a good friend of mine, but I just I understood how sexist the vows were, right? And everyone was just. It was like nothing was wrong with it. And I'm just here going like, you know what? I changed my mind. I say no. Say no. 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 Do oh, it. my Don't God. No. That's, no. that's what happens to me at every wedding. I hate going to weddings for that exact reason because I'm always like going, are you sure? You, I, maybe, maybe no. <laughs> but but that's the I remember I remember telling my ex-husband that no I had my fingers crossed through that whole obey part you you, you seriously you knew me before that I was not gonna obey <laughs> you ever so so you really thought I was gonna yeah, do that like, obey, serve your husband and it's just <laughs> yeah. and then like for him it's like ah protect and provide for her and it's just like <laughs> you know there's, there's two levels there and they're not the same no they're definitely not but I think it's cool but, that you still go spy on the church for us, you know, because you get to report back to the uh, Yaptron, <laughs> the Yapris group. Let us know what's going sometimes on. Sometimes the sermons are nice, and then sometimes they're crazy. Like, you know, yeah. if you think God's telling you to do it, do it. <laughs> That's terrifying. That might be the most terrifying thing of all, is that, you mm -hmm. know, if you hear a voice in your head, you should go ahead and act on it. Hmm. 
<laughs> if know. you believe it's God, I mean, uh, how do you? But mean? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends on what what it is. Like, I, if you heard the uh, um, atheist experience episode a week or two ago, yes. there was a guy who believed that an angel came to him and told him not to cut his hair, not to have kids. Yes, land. that was funny. Actually, and after a certain <laughs> period of time, he would appear to him again on like a mountaintop, and if he kept all the things, that he would uh, make him God's speaker on Earth now. And, like, honestly, if I truly believed an angel came and said, said that to me, I mean, those are pretty simple things. Don't have kids. Sure. Don't buy a house. Don't cut my hair. Right. I'd definitely be like, all right, sure. What ha- Worst case scenario, I get my proof there is a God. Right. And and then, you know, I guess I talk for God, <laughs> which would be pretty cool. But at the same time, he was like, so did you cut your hair? Yep. Did you? <laughs> oh, yep. I had kids. I cut my hair. I, I have a house. What? <laughs> I don't know how they don't go. So why are you calling me then? Because what <laughs> you just you well, just say you because didn't he said that do... he prophesied about death to his son on the hilltop, ah. and his mom OD'd later that yeah. week or whatever, and it helped his son deal with grief. And they're like, "Wow, good for you being a good parent, that, yes, and teaching your kid about life lessons, yes, <laughs> like how to deal with grief." Yeah, the two seem to have nothing to do with each other, as I remember listening to that one too. And I just thought, what? Come on. <laughs> no, but I, I just thought I just thought that it was really funny, you know. But yes, oh my god, that 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 podcast is one of my favorites to listen to. Just most definitely, it's just you know, and it's so hard to figure out who's being a troll and who's for real. <laughs> you know, like some are of you, them will get so angry real quick. Yes. Oh, yeah. They get really mad. No, I have a proof for God. It's the Bible. Okay. Without the Bible, what's your proof for God? No, the Bible. Well, no. Okay. We don't believe the Bible. So let's <laughs> let's keep going in this circle. And it takes forever. Well, Jesus said, <laughs> how do you know Jesus said that? Well, because it says so in the book. Of, no. <laughs> it's like you are not understanding. Right. Oh, my gosh. It's, um yeah, it's it's a quite an entertaining podcast. That is one of my favorites. And since, okay, so you know the big news. This will be the first podcast by your atheist pastor, well, with Jezebel, of course, uh, on the Fade to Gray Network. So. Yay. I know, right? And you listen to Fade to Gray. I listen to Fade to Gray. We're all friends. It's kind of an incestuous group, really. Your, your atheist pastor and Fade to Gray have kind of overlapped for a couple of years now, it feels like. So. It's time. It'll be good. Good times. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. So I think it's going to be cool. And I am super glad that you're the first one that will be on. Yeah, me too. I think that's awesome. Right? I think so too. So it's going to be a blast because you know we're all friends. We're, we, have the, we have the Marco Polo group, Yaptron, which you will see well, about four Fade to Grey hosts show up on. They'll come and tell us what's what every now and then. <laughs> some Christian, some not. And that's pretty fun. Um, and that, yeah, I mean, I just, I think it's going to be really cool. And I think, I think it's going to be really fun to yeah. listen to and I'm excited. Yeah, I think it's gonna be great. And, and you know, the original Your Atheist Pastors podcast is going to be on there too. So, Ooh. oh yes, that's right. It's going to be Ooh. a big deal. Everybody's a big deal now. So it's going to be great. Nice. Yes. Yeah. It's super. I really, I, I really do, uh, like the future plans for this and also i do like the whole uh you know back then and how things are going now Mm -hmm. the idea for then um the future people that are gonna come on just update us on their lives and 
yes. and see what's going on, especially because, you know, some people haven't been on the show in quite a while, you know, right. they get to see where they are now, especially because some people were dealing with some, some pretty intense stuff, you know? Yes. Yes. I mean, and you know, like, like we, we've talked about before and this is ongoing. We have uh, one of our, one of our more contributory, I guess we'll say members of Yaptron and Yappers is part of the he's studying to be a recovering from religion like call answer guy so that's pretty cool like a helpline that's gonna be that's awesome. pretty awesome and i can't wait to hear how that turns out uh and and our yappers group on facebook is growing too i don't know if you've noticed that but we've been adding people left and right which is very fun so new people all the time that just want somebody to talk to somebody that they can be honest with. And, and I mean, I love that. That was how I got in, was listening to this podcast in the way back days and oh, getting yes. into the Yappers group. Yeah. And, well, and you and I, I think we talked about it. You and I came in pretty close together into the Yappers group, if I remember. Yeah, right. we were we were definitely not the first, but we were pretty. You were close. You were before me, but not by middle. much. <laughs> yeah. How was I? I think so. I think you were a little bit before me into the Yappers found, group because you were already famous found, by the time uh, I got in. <laughs> I found this um, podcast through the spiritual category on my podcast app. Yes. We're sneaky like that. Really, yeah, it was really funny because I was uh, at, at the time I worked in a warehouse and I worked uh, anywhere up to 12 hours and then given night. So I was like, you know what? I need to find a podcast to binge. And that that's when I was kind of like starting to question yeah. things. So I was actually looking for like actual like sermons and like actual Christian really? spiritual podcast. Yeah, I was, I was looking for the complete opposite of this. Um, how, how, okay, wait. So how did, how did the word atheist get in? Wait, how did you click on that I podcast? Because no, I went on the spiritual podcast or the spiritual category because I, you know, it showed me different churches, different, um, you know, like meditation things. And you're like, and, download all. You know, um, <laughs> yeah, I was just downloading <laughs> the different ones left and right. I downloaded some podcasts that my church, uh, Harvest Bible Chapel, has. Um, wow. And if you know that name, then you know the issues that we have going on right now. Um, I, I still say we, like I'm a part of the church, but right. <laughs> I'm we, not. We as um, humans have have those issues. We going as on. humans. Yes. But yeah, and then all of a sudden, you know, just your atheist pastor pops up and I'm like, oh, that's fucking weird. Um, <laughs> atheist and pastor. And so I hit um, the info thing and um, it I, I don't remember what exactly Luke's info thing was, but, you know, I, I saw ex-Pentecostal pastor and yeah. I was raised Pentecostal. Wow. Um, and so I was like, what would make a Pentecostal become an atheist? Because I'm like maybe like a softer Christian or, you know, becoming like into all the rocks and Mother Nature and shit like that, you know, like staying, staying spiritual in some yes, sense. Yes. Sorry, I rolled but... my eyes. I know this is video for you, but not everyone else. <laughs> that but, word you know, is like, just it, such it, a trigger. <laughs> spiritual? Yes. Yes. I struggle um, with that one because but... it's like, what do you mean? But okay, <laughs> go on, Nick. <laughs> But the complete difference between Pentecostal Christian to atheist, I, f I felt was such a hard line to cross that it just made me um, curious, I guess. Right. So I, I, I subscribed and I downloaded the 
podcast and I started from the first episode and um, mm-hmm. it just captivated me. Yeah. And I ended up binging the whole season that was out Yeah. Um, that he already had for the whole night. Um, I finished it fairly quickly. I caught up really fast. I listened to his interviews. The ones I think uh, from the first season, I think my favorites were the um, Father John ones with the rabbi. Yes. Yes. I liked the beer making um, guy myself, whoever the beer maker friend of his is. That's, <laughs> you know, hey, no, well, I just oh, like no. beer, you know. So. Oh, yeah. yeah no, most there, definitely. He has, yes. So there, he has a friend that's still a Christian that makes beer somewhere in Southern California. And he oh, was on right, there. That's right. Yes. And that was a great one. There's a lot of really great episodes. But that's that's super interesting. I did kind of the same thing. It's like once I found it. I just listened all the way through, and and I, I really liked it. Oh, yeah, it was great. And, like, at first I was unsure of, like, all the reaching out things because, you know, I was, you know, I, I was not quite sure if I should reach out, how big this was, yeah, how many people listened. And um, but then I was like, you know what, like, I mean, I may as well. I think I sent an email and um, – I think I got one back talking about the uh, the Appers group, and then I went to the Appers group, and then I just started getting more and more into that. I started yeah. becoming more and more interactive with people, learning who people were, and then I went up and I actually met Luke and a couple of other of the Appers up in Michigan. Yeah, uh, that's amazing. Zoo. Well, but it's it's so cool because yeah, the Appers group. I think you and I, no joke, were in. I think I was maybe the sixty fifth person into that group. And I think you were before that, not by a lot. I was going to say, I think I'm somewhere in the 50. Yeah. And we're, we're closing in on maybe 300 at this point. I think we're in the 280s or something. Yes. In the Appers group. It's amazing. So, and it's pretty cool. It's been the coolest thing for people to support each other, at least in my opinion, just to be able to be yourself, tell us what's going on and, and not have any judgment coming from your friends as, as you know there have been a couple of them recently mm-hmm. that have come out of as atheists and you know sometimes you need somebody to talk to and that's why i'm like very excited to keep my eye on the born again again page yes i love um, those guys because they're kind of doing the same thing yeah. and people are going on there and you know talking about how yes. they want to come out to their families and stuff like that but they can't and and you know i actually go uh going back to the um when I first listened to the first few episodes of Luke's uh, show the first night, I remember he mentioned like, you know, like coming out to your family and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. I remember I took like slight offense to that. Really? At first. Yeah. Because I didn't like, I I didn't understand um, the issues that people could face telling their family that they're atheists. Um, I think mostly because at that moment I was an adult. I still wasn't even sure I was an atheist. I didn't, live with my family uh, as far as I was concerned my family wasn't really a big part of my life right um so it's not like I would really have to tell them most of my friends were atheists at the time um so I guess to me it wouldn't have been like the biggest deal mm-hmm. um but you know me being bisexual transgender um I've had to come out multiple times and you yeah. know different schools different people different yeah. this and it's it's never fun um you know until I was just like, yeah, no, this is just who I am. It's fine. I don't care. Um, but I took slight offense to that at first. 
And then as I listened to more and more of the season, I and I heard people's stories, especially when we started doing the interviews um, in the second season and stuff like that, um, I realized that people could face literally the same exact issues that yes. you know I faced telling my dad that I was bisexual. Um, you know, homelessness, getting kicked out, shunned right. by the family, right. being on things like that. Other parts in the world, atheists are killed, um, yeah. which is very interesting because I actually visited a church where they had a missionary, a Christian missionary that talked about his time there. And he specifically was talking about how on your driver's license or whatever license you have to have over there, you have to put your religion on it. No. Yeah. And um, that is mostly a Muslim place and like Christians are looked down upon, but you know, it's not like you won't just be instantly killed, I guess. Um, I don't know. No, they, I don't know how they do it slowly there, but... one limited time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But he was saying how um, it's, a, it's a very dangerous place for Christians. And when they were taking questions, um, I was like, so you're saying you're in a really, you know, Islamic place and it's pretty dangerous for Christians. Like, you know, is, are Christians the most to be in danger there? And he's like, yes. And I was like, what about atheists? And he was like, actually, wait, no, atheists would probably be killed before well, a Christian yes. would. Right. And I was like, ooh, Thanks for yeah. admitting that. Yeah, it's um, a it's a scary thing. It's a scary thing. Uh, and I and I think what you're talking about is what what he would have said would have been something to the effect of don't don't be in a rush to like all out announce yourself as an atheist if this is going to cause you harm. Yeah. Like yes, right? If your family is going to be like no, you know. And and I mean I'm I'm in I'm in big favor of spoon feeding. <laughs> One little thing at a time. Like, eh, I don't really, I don't know about that. I don't, I don't really believe that. And then they're like, hmm, I wonder what she believes. And then, you know, a week might go by and you, you spoon feed a little bit more. It, it's something, right. there's something shocking about going, hey, mom, I'm an atheist. Well, not to my mom. She wouldn't care. But, <clears throat> but I get that from other people. And, and for you having to come out in multiple ways, none of which in my world should matter but they do to other people. It does matter. Right. And you know what? You told me a great story too last time about people talking were they were they talking trash about transgenders and and you're like, "Well, how would you know? How would you know if someone Oh, yeah. Had, what if- <laughs> uh, so I was working at McDonald's. Yeah. I was maybe like 20, maybe 21 at the time. Uh-huh. Um and uh there was a group of old people that were talking shit about trans people. And I was just mopping the lobby. Yeah. And I was listening. And they come there every single day for years. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as I've been working at McDonald's, I've seen them every morning. Wow. Um, and uh, so I was uh, mopping next to them. And one of them asked me, they're like, you know, what do you think of all these trans things? And I was just like, well, how would you know? Like, how would you know if you were in the bathroom with the mm-hmm. trans person? Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're like, well, I mean, you can tell. And this and the other thing. And they're like, well, would you want to, you know, to see a man go into the restroom with, um, with you know, your niece or sister or whatever? And I'm just there going, like, first of all, I, if it was a trans woman, I probably wouldn't know. Right, right. And they're probably just going in to pee or fix their makeup. 
right. or wash their hands or, or faint on the fainting make, couch as we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. Or take a shit. I don't know. What, what do you do in the bathroom? What do girls do in the bathroom? I don't know. I don't the care. same thing guys do pretty much. <laughs> Well, except exactly. for the makeup. I don't know. Well, it I don't depends care. on the guy. <laughs> but, yeah. I was going to say, well, I mean, it depends. But um, <laughs> but we ended up in this little, you know, like, not not debate. It was, uh, I, I kept a very civil conversation. It was my job, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one guy was really talking shit, wouldn't change his mind, wouldn't, you know, do anything and stuff like that. And uh, there was one old lady who said, like, well, you know, if I, if, if my child was like that, I'd take them to go see a therapist. Oh, that's very good because then they could, you know, talk to that therapist about what it's like having parents that don't understand yes. or accept them <laughs> or love them for yes. who they are. Right. And um, and stuff like that. So I, I definitely threw in a couple of like snaps back in there. But one of the guys was um, was like, well, you know, I'd definitely be able to tell. And I'm like, well, you know what? I've been giving you coffee for like three years. So. Mm-hmm. You haven't said anything about me being trans. Right. And um, and then I was like, but my shift is over and I finished this lobby, so I'm leaving. <laughs> and I left. And um, they they all, like, had either – they had shocked to really confused looks on their face mm-hmm. to, you know, so obviously some people understood exactly what I said and other people were like, wait. What did he mean? What? He mean? <laughs> she mean? I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. I, I honestly don't understand why people care. That's just one of those things that I'm I'm not going to understand. But but I mean, you know, we've talked yeah. enough that I and, there's so much I don't get. I don't get how people care color. I don't care. I, I don't I don't get it. I just don't understand why this is all a problem for people. Why can't people just yeah? And, and, and I hate the whole bathroom thing. You know, Don't. the only thing I do in the bathroom is I go to the bathroom, I wash my hands, I leave. You know, right. it's the same thing as other people. And you know, they're all like, "Oh, well, you should go in as your biological sex," you know, or whatever your birth certificate says. You yeah, know, that like, would go over really well. If I with walked you. into <laughs> if I walked into a woman's bathroom no. now. Don't. I would be reported to security <laughs> yes. immediately. He'd be like, uh, the, well, they would call the police from inside the bathroom. Right. And what are you- I, I have facial hair. I don't look female. No, no, no. no. Actually, most, most people that do not know ahead of time do not know until you tell them, Nick. Exactly. And, and I mean, I know because I go way back, but, but not everybody does. And so it's surprising to them. They're like, wow, okay. But th- this is the beauty of this group. No one cares. We're all just supportive mm-hmm. and we're fine with it. And it doesn't matter. I mean, I gave you shit about your dog being white, you know, not too long ago, but <laughs> I, w- <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was mostly joking. You're you know. a dog racist. <laughs> yes, I am. I totally am. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it just shouldn't matter. It really shouldn't matter. So, so one of the, one of the, you know, cause I had many, I have many of these fights and debates with the ex-husband. X2. X1 was cool, but, but X2, you know, when Target said whatever, trans people can go in whatever bathroom they want to. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, oh, whatever you do, don't go in the bathroom at Target. And I'm like, oh my God, now all I'm going to do is go to Target and go in the bathroom. <laughs> what are you? It's like, that's it. Why? We will take family breaks to It's so dumb. Just it's just dumb. <laughs> it's, I don't, I don't understand it at all. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't, I mean, I feel for you having to go through all of that because people are mean 
and judgy and they shouldn't be they should just realize people are people and and not not be i just learned to not care (laughs) you have to not care because if you did i mean your life would be terrible (laughs) so you can't you can't care you have to you have to do what you're gonna do be who you're gonna be and you're a super cool person nick i've told you that before i think you are one of the most amazing kind grown-up people i know (laughs) and you're still young i appreciate it yes you just you are i i try i try to be (laughs) you don't even have to try i think it's just who you are growth is uh is the goal it is, but how you get to that point at your age is somewhat of a mystery to me because I just, I see Trauma. so many people. Yeah, great. <laughs> Trauma is the key. <laughs> oh, God, I hope not. But <laughs> I would hope it's just kindness and open-mindedness. But okay, trauma, if you say so. You know better than, <laughs> you know better than I do. Uh, do you have anything else you would like to tell me? Wait. One more question, and I know you answered this correctly the last time. First of all, do you have anything else to tell me before I ask you one question? Uh, no, I think I think we're good. All right, cool. So, Nick, why are we not screwed after all? <laughs> See, I think this is like my third time answering. This. I know that's uh, why it um, makes it funny. <laughs> yeah, all, all all the same all the same response too. Uh, I think we're not screwed simply because there are still people out there in the world that are humanistic, that care about other people and are willing to understand that people are different. Um, People are different. They can't just be forced into these little boxes because then we end just making more little boxes and the little boxes and the little boxes to put people in their own space. When in reality, people are just so different and to be open-minded and accepting of just people in general is uh is, is what we need right now especially you know with all the division that we have in the country mm-hmm. um you know even other even other countries they're starting to make their voices known about how upset and ridiculous they are <laughs> we I are i love them. that i love that um because we're just we're dividing again our, against ourselves with race religion um politics just all these different things when if we could just sit down and talk to each other and have an actual conversation, um, we could probably make a lot of progress um, in all aspects, political, um, just family-wise, but especially when it comes to religion. Um, I see hope when I have friends like Linda, who is really strong in her faith as a Christian, and we definitely disagree and have our arguments. But in the end, she respects me, uses my pronouns, you know, calls me Nick, doesn't out me to anyone in the church. Um, You know, I I see hope when, you know, we have groups like the like the Yappers page and Fade to Gray and, you know, other places where people who don't have anywhere to turn to, you know, a support group has been made specifically for them and people like them so that they can go and they can meet other people um, as long as we communicate and are willing to be open-minded to other people and where they come from, I think that we can make a lot of progress in the world. I 100% agree. And yeah, you just need to be open to everyone else and listen to them and be kind. It's really not that hard. Yeah, just be nice. <laughs> yeah, right? Why can't, you know, if you, if you knew how many times I've said that, why can't everybody just be nice? 
It just it doesn't everyone seem hard to just me. needs to smoke a joint. <laughs> Damn at it. the same time, everyone in the world smokes one joint at the same time. <laughs> well, Nick, thank you so much for talking to me. It was awesome. You're yes, the best. Yes, I had a lot of fun. Yes, it always it's always a lot of fun. I know you have to get to work because, you know, you're a working man. Night shifters, yes. Yes, but you did a great job. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for listening. If you want to make some atheist friends, go to Facebook and join the Yappers group. It's private, so no worries if you don't want everyone to know you're a heathen just yet. You're safe. If you'd like to support this podcast, go to patreon.com slash youratheistpastor. And also, check out the other Fade to Gray Network podcasts that are out there. It's a little something for everybody. Talk to you in a couple weeks. <laughs>